Welcome to the Soybean Pod, brought to you by South Dakota soybean farmers and their checkoff. I'm Tom Stever, discussing the incredible soybean, the people who grow it, and why that crop is so important. Soybean growers have spent decades and have invested a lot of soybean checkoff dollars in exploring new uses for soybeans and soybean oil. In this episode of the Soybean Pod, we'll talk to soybean grower Todd Hampton, who is putting soy-based products to work on his farm and is working to be sure soy-based products are available. But first, we'll talk to a person whose life's work is promoting these innovative uses. My name is Karen Coble Edwards. It's been my pleasure to work for U.S. soybean growers for almost two decades, in particular working on soy bio-based products, the ones that are commercially available for fleets, farms, families, and facilities to all use today. I want to talk a little bit about history of soybean growers pursuing these industrial uses for soybeans. A couple of familiar names I came across for early promoters of bio-based products, George Washington Carver and Henry Ford. How do they fit in and what's the history of this? That's a great question. And a lot of people aren't aware of this history that Dr. George Washington Carver, of course, who is very famous for his research on new uses for plants, actually collaborated with Henry Ford. Henry Ford actually paid soybean growers to produce hundreds and hundreds of acres for him because he believed that someday we would be able to actually grow a car. And Ford's ongoing partnership with U.S. soybean growers through the soy checkoff actually led to companies like Lear and others commercializing the use of soy in seat cushions. That's been a very exciting opportunity that goes way back to when Henry Ford, his laboratory is actually still there at Deerfield Village in Michigan. He had a soy innovation laboratory way back when. There's a famous picture of Henry Ford swinging a tire arm at the panel of one of his cars because he was wanting to prove that it would not dent. Of course, we're going to get into specifics coming up, but what's been the market and demand upshot of having developed and commercialized so many new uses for soybeans? Well, certainly new uses create even more opportunities to have demand. That's where the soy checkoffs are really focused is how do we drive demand one of the really exciting things that I've seen over my career in working with soy bio-based is just that major cities like New York City and here in Washington, D.C., where I'm based, and Cobb County, Georgia, and others, Madison, Wisconsin, they're recognizing that soy plays a really great role in helping them become more sustainable. And that's why the Soy Checkoff, we work with these cities Smithsonian Institution here in Washington, D.C. We were recently with them for a graduation ceremony of fleets that had completed the American Lung Association's Bio-Based Academy. At that recognition ceremony, the Smithsonian Institution said, you know, we are so convinced that these soy tires perform as well or better, but they also fit our sustainability needs. And so they're transitioning their fleet When they need a new set of tires, they're going to be looking for soy in those tires. I recently had a conversation with someone familiar with 
Dakota State University's decision to install a soy-backed AstroTurf product on their football playing surfaces. What led to this? Soy backing has gone on carpet as well as artificial grass for many years now. The companies that do that have been wonderful partners to the U.S. soybean farmer. So Signature Hospitality down in Dalton, Georgia, they make carpet that you can use in your home. In fact, it's in my basement and it has been in my basement for the last 11 years where it's withstood teenagers and dogs and it looks almost as good as the day it came on. So there are high-performance carpets available. There are also high-performance soy-backed artificial grasses. And as some of our farmers even who have transitioned to those grasses have said, you know, no more weeding, watering, fertilizer, and pesticides. There's a growing trend with water shortages around the world. Dave Pels, the famous golfer, his entire backyard soy-backed artificial grass that he had put in to simulate short putting green and golf short courses. South Dakota State is putting down some new soy-backed Sinlon artificial grass in what's going to be a very exciting installation right there in front of one of the campus buildings. We are also excited that Dakota State University has worked with the AstroTurf company, which is a sister to Sinlon, and they have put down one field that started out for soccer. I believe they're going to be playing football on that field this fall. And then next year, we look forward to Dakota State having a new official football field also so the team can play with soy under their feet. You mentioned soy tires. And not too many years ago, Goodyear Tire rolled out a soybean oil-based tire. How's that working out? It's working out great. Thanks to soybean farmers investing in research and development. It goes clear back to 2011. That partnership with the Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company has grown and Goodyear actually won an international tire award for that breakthrough. So soybean oil can now displace 60% of the petroleum in the tire by displacing 100% of the petroleum in the tread. Goodyear now offers that on eight different lines of tires. Very excited to know that some government officials, as well as farmers and others there in South Dakota, are rolling on soy every time they drive. And that has been a great partnership for soybean farmers to see Goodyear not just put the soy in their tires, but recognize that soy is part of how they're going to meet their sustainability goals as a company. And we hope that they will be offering even more tires with soy in them so that all fitments of tires. But currently you can get soy in tires for law enforcement vehicles, soy in tires for transit buses, and also the high performance cars like your Mustangs and more. The list goes on of those who have tried the tires, in part because the soybean board helped introduce them to the benefits of soy in the tires, and they found they perform as well as or better than their traditional tires, and they intend to make them their switch-out policy. Karen, I want to bring in someone who has first-hand experience with soy-based Goodyear tires. South Dakota Soybean Checkoff Treasurer Todd Hanton, who is also a United Soybean Board Director, how did you become a user of soybean oil-based tires? Well, I um, actually ran across 
I didn't even know about it until the Commodity Classic in San Antonio one year that we had soybean oil going into tires. This was before my tenure on the board, and it piqued my interest. I mean, I thought, wow, I never thought of that, and this could be huge. At that time, it was more or less a dream and a hope, and there was a lot of research going on. I was actually finally able to buy some Goodyear tires with soy oil in them instead of petroleum, and we've been running them for three years, and they work wonderful. I think they actually do have advantages that they claim in traction and softer tires and a better ride. I guess it's just really cool to know that something that the soybean checkoff invested money in came to fruition and I feel has such a big possible impact and market going forward. So since our South Dakota soybean board has done a lot of work, we gave sets of these tires to sheriffs throughout the counties where soybeans are produced. So we have a lot of sheriffs riding on these tires now, and our governor has a vehicle equipped with these tires. I think people out here in the rural areas, when they can buy something produced by the farmers that they all know out here and are part of our community and we're part of their community, I think they prefer to go and buy something like that over the petroleum-based. And of course, it is better for the environment in the end. What's super cool for the farmers is that Goodyear also, their soy tread is going on Skechers shoes. And Skechers has continued to expand their lineup of soy tread on their shoes, not just their sneakers, but they've even got a work boot now that some of our bio ambassadors have already bought to wear when they go to their fleets during the day. And of course, a lot of this has been the result of partnerships forged by South Dakota soybean, for instance, with sheriff's departments that you mentioned that have resulted in soybean oil-based tires and other products being used as well. Talk about the importance of these partnerships. Great question. And there's no doubt that partnerships are really the way to help work alongside folks. We see it time and time again that a lot of people are just not aware that there are natural choices with soy to be made. And as farmer organizations like South Dakota Soybean, they've done an amazing job of telling urban communities, too, about how soybean farmers are bringing more sustainable products to them through these partnerships. And I know that there's there's a lot of opportunity to use soy in building construction, too. So you mentioned the South Dakota State, the Sinlon going down on the campus grass where they won't have to weed or fertilize or worry about people walking across it and killing it out. But I just was talking to Huntsman Building Solutions this week. We were talking with them and the American Lung Association. Huntsman Building Solutions makes a soy-based spray foam insulation But one of the things that I learned this week is the American Lung Association is very concerned about radon. And so I didn't know until these conversations and our partnership with the American Lung Association, I learned that radon in the home is a contributor to lung cancer. In fact, this Huntsman Building Solutions, this closed cell insulation can be used to spray under the concrete slab in a home and be part of the radon prevention and protect families that way. So the soy checkoff is really committed to delivering sustainable solutions to every life every day with U.S. soy. It's almost 
an endless list and the opportunities just continue to grow. There will be a new fire suppressant that is being tested that we're very, very excited about offering a soy-based fire suppressant that doesn't have forever chemicals in it. You mentioned the soy checkoff, and of course the soy checkoff is soybean farmers. To what extent, Karen, does the success of new industrial uses come down to just promotion by individual farmers out there? Oh, another great question, because I always say there are no bio-based field of dreams. Just because a company makes a bio-based product, the soybean farmers and the soy checkoff and these partnerships have really helped to drive demand, not only for the soybean farmer, but you have to go in and you have to introduce to these cities why it's in their best interest. We have to make decisions. We have to prove to people that this product not only is sustainable, but it's also going to perform as well or better. So the promotions take the shape in a lot of different ways. It might be a demonstration. So you really, really have to partner and promote or people just will not be aware that this is an option for them. Todd Hanton, what would you say is the importance of farmers asking for products that have soy in them? I guess I've always been a promoter. I got on the checkoff boards to promote things. So it's hard to promote something if you don't go and use those products yourself. These tires, biodiesel, Things like that that we have, we're using grease pads on uh, our farm that are made with soy that go on the fifth plate of our semi-trucks and trailers. In your view, Todd, what are these industrial uses doing for demand? Well, yes, soy oil right now is leading the price for all of us soybean growers in South Dakota and across the nation. It's the oil that's driving the prices and crush margins for Our processing plants are good, and it's the oil. We've got so many new uses for it. It used to always be that soybean price was mostly because of the meal and the the animal market for soybean meal, and the oil was sometimes a drag on price and hard to find a home for. Well, now through checkoff funding, we've flipped that to oil being the driver of the price, and the meal is still in good demand, and for all of our livestock producers here in South Dakota and across soybean growing areas throughout the nation. It actually reduces the price of soybean meal a little bit for us to be able to feed our animals and and make an extra profit by running it through some animal agriculture in the end. The tires aren't the only thing. I actually have used the um, oil. There is a oil made from Hyolake soybeans, which is another checkoff funded. The Hyolake beans are a new variety of beans that have more heart healthy oil and are better for consumption by humans. But we're also finding that that oil has even got a little bit better lubricity and is a a good product for a lot of different things different from regular soybean oil. So we've also got that niche market coming in that producers out here around the country can choose to raise those beans and get a premium. The high oleic oil in the engine, I've run that probably four or five changes in my vehicle and no problems and just ordered some more the other day. Back to some specifics, Karen. South Dakota's Badlands, for instance, have taken an environmentally conscious approach to parking lot surfacing by using soybean oil-based material and pavement for the lots. How's that working out and what does it add to soybean demand? 
Well, very excited that Badlands National Park, South Dakota, another leader here, one of our team that works for the Soybean Board retired from the Park Service, and we're very thankful to have him continue to work with the National Park System to help them to use soy bio-based products. Obviously, that seems like a natural fit there. So the National Park Service decided that they would demonstrate two different soy bio-based products there at Badlands. And so they have used a soy bio-based product from Color Biotics. That product was developed through a partnership with Iowa Soybean and Iowa State University and the United Soybean Board chipped in on that too to promote a product that has soy so you can increase the amount of recycled asphalt in the mix. The National Park Service has a lot of roads in the parks, so they wanted to start somewhere and they chose Badlands for that product. They also used a soy bio-based paint to stripe that parking lot. So it does take a while to get all the results back from that pilot, but we are optimistic that the National Park Service and many others will also be switching to the Color Biotics Company. Iowa is marketing that. They've got road projects scheduled all over the country, which is pretty exciting for the farmers because that depending on the specific product, can use a lot of soybean oil going down the road. Indiana soybean also created a concrete durability enhancer. Concrete has a very extensive concerns about the environmental footprint of concrete as a material, but also from an economic standpoint, who doesn't want to make your concrete last longer? And this product actually goes into the pores of the concrete and makes it last a lot longer, years longer. And Indiana Soybean has now worked with a company called Craftco to distribute that product globally, we hope. That's just going to make it easier for consumers to choose. But again, we need to make sure that people know that they have a soy option and why they want to make that choice. Let's talk about specific on-farm uses for soybean oil-based products. What opportunity do farmers have to put these farm-raised products to use where they're grown? Well, certainly the farm, and I grew up on a farm, so I'm very sensitive that farmers expect things to last and make their life easier. And so we've certainly had farmers put down the pore shield product on grain legs, under the grain legs. Hog barns can use the pore shield product to extend the life of the concrete assets that they've got there. But of course, biodiesel, all that diesel equipment, you can be helping your own farm as well as the air quality with biodiesel. But the Goodyear soy tires offer a lot of options. There's also a product made in Iowa called Dust. It replaces graphite and talc in the planter boxes. And so we've certainly talked to a lot of farmers who like that product. Probably remember the black hands that you get because graphite will stick to your hand after using. It's not good for your health either, I'm told. How many times have you had a hydraulic line break? There are soy-based lubricants for heavy equipment, hydraulic lines, fifth-wheel grease pads. There's a new company in Iowa making, it's a little packet that you can just put there right on the fifth wheel. And and when you crank down, it will uh, spread that lubricant right across the fifth wheel. So a lot of people have been happy with that too. A lot of the products that the fleets use here in Washington, D.C. are also an example. They really like some of these products to clean hands with. There's many soy options for that. You can also use it in your home, too. Here in my home, 
my cleaning supplies are ordered from a company in Iowa that sends them out bulk. I had to have my washing machine worked on. And the guy asked me, he said, what are you using? Because your clothes washing machine is so clean. And I said, well, I'm getting a soy bio-based product. Um, But also cabinetry. I think one of the really exciting products too is made by Columbia Force Products. It's a formaldehyde-free plywood. I know when I had to have the kids' bathroom renovated, I had multiple bids and I would say, well, I I want formaldehyde-free plywood and I want it from Pure Bond because I know that I can trust their product. It uses U.S. soy flour as the replacement for the adhesive that is required to make plywood. And I had multiple contractors say, oh, there's no such thing as formaldehyde and plywood. So needless to say, I didn't hire those. I hired the one who said, if you want pure bond plywood, then that's what we'll get for you. And so my cabinets were made and shipped to me. But you can also buy that product in Home Depot. In fact, the Columbia Force products, every shipment, every one of their products is shipped to Home Depot saying that it has soy adhesive in it. So you can buy that for your own projects too. And the United Soybean Board is investing in research to find even more new uses with soy protein in timber construction. We've been getting into a lot of specifics about products that are based on soybeans and soybean oil. You mentioned biodiesel here in this last answer. So give us an idea of what that renewable fuel has done for soybean demand. Oh, I mean, if the checkoff investments, both at the national and state level in biodiesel, is truly a great success story. Because I talk to so many fleets across the country in our work, they recognize that biodiesel is here for the long haul because they've got so much heavy-duty equipment. That's why you see all this investment in uh, new soybean crushing plants. It's very exciting to see that progress. And I was there way back when the meetings were being held and the farmers said they remember, I believe there were tanks of soybean oil in South Dakota, actually. One of them they called Big Bertha. They were full and companies were looking for where are we going to store all this soybean oil that we have? And the farmer said, we have to find a new use for it. And boy, have they got the job done because biodiesel and now renewable diesel are all helping with sustainability. But importantly, they're adding dollars to the farmers. Karen, as we wrap this up, how important is it that farmers simply ask for these products like biodiesel, even, for instance, in the uh, case of bio-based fuels for on-farm implements? Well, that's a really great point. We need farmers to ask. We need farmers to walk the walk and talk the talk because it makes it more convincing when you walk into New York City and you say, would you try this product? And to be able to tell them the farmers not only grew it, but they believe in their product so much that they're using it too. You can trust this product. So much of our work, these partnerships is built on relationships and trust. And it really shows that they can trust you if you are going in and telling them, I use these products myself and you can too. I think, you know, if people are interested in finding these products, where do I find them? You can go to soybiobased.org, S-O-Y-B-I-O-B-A-S-E-D, and you will see case studies there. 
of how others have already used these products at the government level, but you can also click on the Find Products and do a search tool in there. Karen Coble Edwards and South Dakota soybean farmer Todd Hanton. The Soybean Pod, available wherever you get your podcasts, is brought to you by South Dakota Soybean Farmers and their checkoff. I'm Tom Stever.